Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How's it going, folks? Welcome back to the channel. It's time for the Monday Agenda. These Mondays are getting a little bit easier, aren't they? Finally back winning games. I'm looking back at the Hearts win from yesterday, taking a quick look at the AZ Alkmaar game coming up on Wednesday and some transfer news on this morning's newspapers. Let's get into the Monday Agenda. get into the Monday agenda I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the channel so far we surpassed 3,000 subs over the week so thank you very much for that I'd love to get to 5,000 so if you can like this video comment under it and subscribe to the channel as well if you like the video I have huge news coming about the channel itself today I'm going to be announcing it later today so keep an eye out for that and thank you so much for the 3,000 subs let's keep this going so let's start with the 3-2 win over Hearts in the League Cup yesterday and that was just a phenomenal game to watch Celtic are finally entertaining to watch again that is just the most important thing. Celtic are entertaining to watch. I'm enjoying watching them play football and they're winning games as well. The Parkhead atmosphere was amazing. It's great to see fans back in the stadium and there's momentum building at Parkhead again. Ange Ball is finally here and what a phenomenal job he's done in just a couple of weeks. I'm really excited to see what Celtic are going to be doing in January if this is what Ange has achieved in just a few weeks without a fully-fledged side, without all the players that he wants at the club. So we'll start with the first half. The first half was probably the best half of football that Celtic have played since the Brendan Rodgers era. It was relentless, completely dominant, didn't give Hearts a sniff at, off the ball. I think it was 82% possession Celtic finished the first half with. And that is just a phenomenal stat at any stage, at any level of football. To dominate the game to that level, it was just relentless, fast-paced football that Hearts just could not handle. That's what you want Celtic doing. You want to see them dominate team, teams like Hearts, who in reality are a newly promoted side. You want to see Celtic dominating those type of teams. And I think we saw that with the starting lineup. I'm really loving Cal McGregor as the number six. I'll talk about that a little later on. Kyogo Furuhashi is who I want to start with because he's my new favourite player. I said this a couple of weeks ago when he scored his first hat-trick at Celtic Park on his debut in Celtic Park that he was going to score 35-plus goals this year and I think he's going to surpass that. I think he's going to be absolutely amazing. His Firstly, his, his movement off the ball, his movement on the ball, his ability on the ball when he gets it is just a step above what we've seen at Celtic Park over the last couple of years. He's absolutely brilliant. Secondly, he can take his chances. I know he's missed a couple of chances, but that's that goal that he scored was unbelievable on his bad foot. And then the ability to get kicked around the pitch by Hearts players all day long 
and still get up and still put in a shift, press the opposition, get your goal, set up another. That is what you want to see from a little tiny guy who's not going to survive in the SBL because he's too small. That's what you want to see. Kyogo is my new favorite player. I think he's going to be the player who sets the level that Celtic players need to get. That David Turnbull's already talking about how good he is. And I think he's the guy who is going to lead the line for Celtic this year, regardless of whether Ozan Edouard leaves the club before January or not. I think he's going to be absolutely key to Ange Ball. So if he can stay fit all season, I think he's going to be our player of the year, hands down. I think it's great to be excited about a new sign. It's great to see people taking off where just straight away into the club coming in it's a new city it's a new language it's a new culture but he has just embedded himself he seems to be flying around all the shops in glasgow for some reason but it's just phenomenal to see him hit the ground running the way he has and just absolutely dominate a team like hearts he was phenomenal yesterday the second player i want to talk about is cal mcgregor in that number six role i think it was juco james and alan who highlighted the fact that we don't really need a CDM against teams like Hearts. We don't really need the, to play a Sorrow or a Brown who was playing there last year as a CDM against teams that we're going to dominate most of the possession. Yes, we might get caught in the break a couple of times, but the impact that Cal McGregor has as the number six, firstly, it frees up David Turnbull to play as the you know, number eight. Tom Rogic seems to be playing the best football in the last couple of years that he's played in the last couple of years. And then Cal McGregor can completely control the tempo of the game. I don't think it's any surprise that he's just transformed his form. He, he, I, he was one of Celtic's best players over the last couple of years. I think he was shackled last year by the amount of work he had to do for Scott Brown. But when he doesn't have to do defensive work, Callum McGregor can control the games better than most players in the in the league. And I think that number six role is going to suit him down to the ground. I don't think he's going to play that against AZ Alkmaar. I don't think he's going to play that against bigger teams. But against teams like Hearts, where you're going to be dominating most of the ball, where you're going to be dominating all the, pos- the possession, it is vital to have a player who can control the pace of a game. And Cal McGregor can do that. So I was really excited to see him playing in that position. And it's great to see him thriving again because he was shackled by a position that didn't really make sense for him over the last couple of years. Defensively, there are still worries. Obviously, Starfelt made a mistake for the first goal, but I think it was just a lapse of concentration. A lot of people on Twitter seem very worried about Starfelt, and I can see where they're coming from in terms of the defensive issues, still conceding goals. He hasn't come in and been Virgil van Dijk straight away, but, I mean, give him time. I think he will bet into the team. I think he's showing real promise as a player. Stephen Welsh is someone that we should be really excited about as well. He's really just coming on leaps and bounds. His development is clear to see from his development last year in the short period of time that he was in the team to this year as well. I think he's becoming a real leader in the side. Really rash at times with challenges. Needs to rein that in a little bit. He needs to stay on his feet a little bit more. But I think Stephen Welsh is going to be a really important player for Celtic going forward. I'm not too worried about Starfelt. Again, the fullback issue has been spoken about loads of times on this channel, on multiple Celtic podcasts, on the huddle breakdown. Obviously, uh, Ralston is not going to be Celtic starting right back this year. Greg Taylor might not be Celtic starting left back this year, but they're doing their best. And I think Anthony Ralston is actually growing into his role a little bit. So defensively, there's going to be issues with this sort of uh, game plan that Ange wants to play. It's relentless. It's high pressure. But if you do break that press, you do need a little bit of pace. So I think what Celtic need to add to this defense is pace. They need a pacey defender, be that at fullback 
or be that another centre-back who's going to come in and play alongside, be that Welsh or Starfelt. That's what Celtic need at the minute. Defensively, I think it will come. I think there will be transfers. I think there will be signings. And I think whoever comes in will improve the side given what Ange has achieved with what he's achieving at the minute with the squad that he has at the minute. So I th- I'm not too worried about the defence. I think that will come. I think eventually we will get there and I'm not too worried about it because the the attacking play that Celtic have been playing and the just sheer dominance that they've had in these games, yes, they might concede one or two goals, but they're going to score three or four as well. So I think... I'd rather that. I'd rather score three or four goals, maybe concede one or two from defensive lapses than sheer mistakes all over the pitch like there were last year. Like we, it was last season, it, it was different mistakes to what's happening this year. This year, Starfelt's mistake, it was a mistake. He 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 took too long on the ball and he got caught out. That's that happens. That happens at the top level. But yet last year was fundamental issues throughout the entire team causing the defensive issues. I don't think we're going to have that this year. I think we're going to be much better laid out. So defensively, yes, we have to improve, but I think that... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That will come. Which brings me on to the transfers and it looks like Liam Scales is edging closer to the club. Shamrock Rovers boss Stephen Bradley was talking at the weekend and Scales is leaving Shamrock Rovers. He said that the clubs have been dealing with each other very well, but he will not be leaving the club until at least after the Tallinn game. They have Tallinn in the Europa Conference League this week. The first leg, he said he will definitely be available for. The second leg, he might be available for. So it might take a couple of weeks before Liam Scales is at the club. It seems like it is Celtic that he's going to. It doesn't seem like it is going to be a Premier League side or a Championship side. It seems like he is going to Celtic. He's definitely leaving Shamrock Rovers. It's a matter of when rather than if. So Liam Scales, I've spoken about him before. He's a good young player. I'm not so sure he's coming straight into the starting lineup, but he's going to add depth. That's what Celtic need at the minute. They need depth in the defensive uh, areas and in the midfield areas. They need that depth coming off the pitch. If Starfelt gets injured, Liam Scales can come in at left centre back, or if he wants to switch out Greg Taylor, who has played an incredible amount of minutes because simply Celtic do not have a backup at left back for Greg Taylor, then you know, he can come in there. I know Adam Montgomery is a left back as well, but I don't think he is ready to make that step up just yet. And then at right back, it seems that Jan Cuoto wants to come to Celtic. He was at Celtic Park for the Jablonic game in the Europa League qualifiers last week. He was given a VIP treatment. 
he wants the move to the club. It's just up to whether Man City want to let him come to Celtic on loan. Now, Juranovic was supposed to come to the club. That's who Celtic were supposedly going for. It was a deal that seemed to be almost over the line and it came down to funds in the end. Celtic couldn't afford what they wanted for Juranovic. So it seems like it's going to be a loanee coming in at right back, which is really disappointing again because it shows you the issues still remain within the board and I've been really positive in this podcast so far and has done a phenomenal job with what he's been given so far he needs to be given more a loney right back is just not good enough at this point in time we had a loney right back last year and then we were right back to square one by the time it came to the end of the season so I would say a loney would be fine if I had any confidence that Celtic would be uh, they would be looking and scouting and have a right back, a permanent right back coming into the club by the end of the season. But I have no confidence that, confidence that that's going to happen. What I think is going to happen, Koto will come into the club, he'll play it right back for Celtic for the season, and then Celtic will be back to square one. Anthony Ralston's progress will be hindered again, and we'll be back without a right back come the start of next season. So they need to stop this loney nonsense. Celtic are a club that are too big to be loaning players just to fill positions, just to fill a little bit of depth in the club to get a player in. You need to, You right back was an issue last season. Jeremy Frimpong left in January. They had this long to fill that position. They need to fill it permanently. You cannot be a club the size of Celtic and still getting loanees coming in. We've seen what that had, uh, what, what impact that had on the club, what impact that had on the team. It hinders the progress of younger players coming into the club and it just it leaves you at the end of the day, at the end of the season, when those loanees leave, you are left still to fill those positions. So Celtic need a permanent right back. That's what they need. And it's just disappointing after all the progress that we are making, after the positivity that we've been having over the last couple of weeks, that it, we are still adamant that the board are just not doing their job right. So they need to get their act together. We'll finish off with the AZ Alkmaar game this Wednesday in the Europa playoffs. This will get us into the Europa League. And I actually tweeted that I think if Celtic do get past AZ Alkmaar to get into the Europa League, I think they will do really well. Because like I said, this is the progress that Ange has made in a couple of weeks. Imagine what Celtic are going to be doing in November, in January. By the time it gets to the really important Europa League clashes, I think Celtic under Ange in Europe playing an amazing football could be incredible to watch but AZ Alkmaar are a tough opposition to get past now this is going to be an interesting clash for many reasons AZ are coming into this they lost at the weekend to Walwick Walwick finished 15th last year AZ finished third last year in the Eredivisie so AZ are essentially coming into this game where Celtic were when they played Michelin AZ have one competitive game under their belt They've sold a couple of key players. They haven't replaced them just yet. And they're coming into this game with just one competitive game under their belt. Celtic have six at this point in the season. Celtic should be fitter than these. Celtic should be sharper than these. Their game plan should be more defined. And you hope that Celtic can catch them a little bit cold-footed. Because I suppose AZ would be favourites going into this game. <clears throat> now, I don't want to play up AZ too much because... I've seen them play in Europe a couple of times. I've seen them play against Irish oppositions a couple of times. And they're not amazing. They're not an incredible club. They are a big club. They're playing in a good league that is better in the SPFL. But I think 
Celtic are good enough to beat AZ Alkmaar at this point in time. I think we can catch them cl- uh, cold-footed. I think Celtic are much further down the line than they were against FC Michelin, so there is cause for positivity going into this game. However, what makes this game interesting is that if you look at the, the positive games that Celtic have had so far, so the game against Hearts was really good in the first half. The 6-0 win against Dundee. These games are clearly played against weaker opposition. So, Cal McGregor is obviously not going to play as a six against AZ Alkmaar because Celtic aren't going to dominate the possession quite as much as they would have done against Dundee. So, you're expecting maybe Sorrow or James McCarthy, who came off the bench against Hearts, to come in as that number six. That pushes Cal McGregor in, probably taking Tom Rogic out of the team. David Turnbull is limited a little bit more. He has to do a little bit more defensive work as the number eight. Now, Lil Abada is going to come into the team by the sounds of it. Ange was positive that his whatever niggle that he has is going to be good enough to play against, uh, is going to be healed enough to play against AZ this Wednesday. So he'll probably come into the team. Does Edouard drop out of the team? Probably. James Forrest, is he going to play in the left? There's loads that Celtic can do. There's loads of maneuvering that's going to happen. Ryan Christie still has a niggle. Ange said that after the game. Doesn't know if he's going to be fit for this game. So the fact that Edouard played on the left is an interesting move against the, the likes of Hearts, but is he going to do that against a team like AZ where you need a player doing a bit more defensive work? You need the player pressing higher, pressing harder. So I would expect James Forrest to play on the left rather than Edouard. I think Edouard is going to drop out of the team for this game. Ferhashi is going to start up front with Abada on the right-hand side. So there's a lot of maneuvering. There's a lot of changes to be made. Defensively is where you're going to worry about this team because... AZ have a lot of fast players. They, they play quick transitional football. So I think that's where you worry about this team. You worry about getting caught on the break. So vitally important is that number six role. Who's going to play it, James McCarthy or Ismail Asaro? I think at this point in time, James McCarthy is the better option. Asaro is a little bit rash for these games. He gets himself into too many challenges, gives away too many fouls, and then eventually gets booked and has to be a little bit careful. So I would start James McCarthy going into this game. But I am confident. I'm confident going into this game. I think Celtic have the potential to beat them at least in the first leg and get through in the second leg as well. I'm confident that Celtic can get to Europa League. Hopefully, I will be proven right. What do you think of the game this Wednesday? Do you think Celtic are going to win? Let me know in the comments below. What do you think of the transfer situation? Should Celtic be looking at a more permanent move for right back? Or... Who should they be going for? Let me know in the comments below and subscribe to the channel as well. Like I said, there is exciting news coming about the channel. Today, I'm going to be uploading a video explaining what that is about. So do subscribe to the channel. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to The Monday Agenda. We'll chat to you next week.